Welcome to the Ignite Christian Business Podcast. Today's episode is a session release from the Ignite Christian Business Conference, Ignite 22. Let's get started with keynote speaker, Dr. Lance Wallnow. 33 years, man, I'm so honored to have Brenda as my wife. I wouldn't be where I'm at, let me tell you, without her, that's for sure. And uh, she is the brains behind the ministry and she works very hard. She manages really, um, I think it's like four ministries that uh, reach multi-millions of people on a regular basis, so I'm very grateful. But uh, before I came up here, I just started uh, hearing the Lord speak to me about uh, different things. There's a young man right there, you right there. I want you to stand up because your the hand of God has been upon you ever since you were young, even in the womb, much prayer went into your life and about your life, even before you entered physically into the earth. And you shall do great things with your hands, but the greatest thing that God shall give to you will be known as your mouth. Men will come for your words, people will listen to your wisdom, to your instruction, because there is an authority and a grace that will rest upon you to speak. And you will lead, not just by the blessings that will come upon your hands, but by the words that come out of your mouth. And there is a unique calling upon your life. And you will do things that will uh, minister in the area of the marketplace, but you will also minister in the area of ministry. And so the key thing is, watch something that takes people out it's going to be the protection. Watch who you connect with, what you connect with, because it's very, very important for how you're being groomed for your future. And then I see a, another young man over here. You're in the back. You've got um, the Second Amendment. Uh, you've got guns just like I do. You're right there. Yeah, you. Stand up. So we both have Second Amendment. But the Lord wants you to know this, that you, I want you to hold up both hands in the air because God says, I'm not just giving one area of responsibility, I'm giving two areas of responsibility that you will manage. And the Lord said, as long as you will keep your hands in this position, you will see that you will run two types of entrepreneurships that will be given to you in the earth. Because God says, as long as your hands are lifted like this, you are worshiping me, you are honoring me, and I will bless both hands. And God says, what will mark your life will be riches, wealth. But what brought it is what ultimately marks your life, and that is your love for God and staying pure before him. I believe in all my heart, Sean, I want you to stand up because there is a favor that the Spirit of the Lord is resting upon you even this time. It's the reason I stepped in this room is to bring you into the place of the court of heaven. One thing that prophets do is they have an ability to bring. That's why Nathan came into the court of David because they have the ability to take the court of heaven and bring it into the earth realm where God steps in, God judges, God brings it to pass, God makes it happen. That's why John the Baptist preceded the Christ, because his prophetic ministry needed to make the announcement and make the way. And so I speak over you a favor that shall rest upon you, that shall astound you. And the next year will be 
be different than anything that you've ever done. You think you know how it's going to turn out, but God said, I have much more in addition to what you have put your eyes on, your heart on, your hands on. And God says, do you not know that I am mobilizing a city? I am mobilizing a community that goes even beyond what they shall vote for concerning you. For the Lord says, do not just look at the position. Do not look at the vote alone. Look at the voice that I am making you become for this city. And God says, you will have great influence even greater than the seat that you desire. I will place you in a spiritual seat of authority that shall have great influence in this city, even with decisions being made, political things, even being brought forth to the legislation and to even courts. I will use you from elevating you and releasing a favor upon your life. Bob, I see the, 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 the anointing just shifted over upon you, Bob. Bob, I've known you ever since I was 22 years of age, actually about 20, and uh, we both uh, stood together before, but the Lord says everything that you have done in your life up until now has been training for ultimately a greater door, and that is the door that you will be faced with at, 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 at a point very soon in your life. Because it's not just about the marketplace, it is about the kingdom of God and ministry concerning your life. Who you're connected to, what you're connected to, it's why before nothing ever seemed to connect with you. You couldn't connect with them because it wasn't the right connection. Now you're in the place of the right connection for everything to begin to fall into place. And God says, strengthen, tighten the joint tighten the joint that you've committed to in the ministry and the church that you're with and watch what begins to happen of years that felt like toiling and spinning now i will set you on a place of great elevation thank you lord man i just saw it shift over here uh the man right behind there is that willie willie god says there's a facility waiting for you and you need to step up and step out because the Lord says the money will be in the walk. If you will walk towards it, the money will follow. If you stand still, the money will be held back. You walk towards what is in your heart and watch what I do. I will open the money. I will open the door. And God says you will manage it. It will not be something that you will have to be there every day because other responsibilities are being required of you and your wife. But God says, I just need some financial um, increase to come not only for you, but through you for what you are going to be connected to. You're in beard more, but this is going to come if you will stay with this beard less because you won't be able to handle the crowds. You won't be able to handle the amount of people that will come and want to be part of what you're doing. It's been beard more by way of name, but God says, I'm going to give you more that this will actually become less. It won't house where you're going and what you're doing. And the Lord says, do you know, son, just like I was surprised that you could sing, the Lord said this, it's time to get the cameras before your face Get a little corner where you're at and open a little studio where you can start doing podcasts and things on um, 
on the internet, you know, you scared and fake book and all that, you need to establish your voice because God's going to start raising you up to be a primary voice and figure that the Lord's going to use in the marketplace across the nation. And God says they need to discover you and know you, not just by way of conferences, but that's why you need to get your own cameras, both of you, and begin to speak to the nation and your own audience. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just see something right here. This lady right here, you have your hands down on your notebook right there. Yeah, her. You just pointed at her. She's like, me? I just see you starting to climb in, in what you desire to do for the Lord, and it's just kind of plateaued. And it's not gone quite where you want it to be. And the Lord is, has sent me here because there has been tremendous turmoil that has been to try to stop you because the enemy of darkness, the devil, has been very afraid of you. He's been very afraid of what you will do with greater blessing upon your life and greater blessing that God will bring to you by way of finances. That's why there's been, there's been turmoil uh, around you with, um, and I'll just speak kind of this way, you know, sometimes family can be kind of crazy. And there's been some family things around that have made your plateau kind of be here. You're like, wow, I've just been too distracted, too busy. There's been some things that have happened that I'm not able to focus. Well, it's been distractions because, again, you're a threat. But I'm here sent by God to speak and decree that you are now going to be out of this season of plateauing, and you are coming into an acceleration and a height in, in who you are as a person, but everything that has been a thorn is going to become a rose, and you are going to literally see a blossoming season that is coming now, and an acceleration where I see you climbing over the top, and you are about to come into the greatest years, and the Lord says, can I tell you, it's been like three years of struggle, God says, I will double it, and I'm going to give you a decade of blessing like you haven't seen. And God says, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. I don't know why I keep hearing November. Pay attention to November because God says that's when the things shall begin to start for your new season. I see it really clear. So thank you, Lord. 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 When, that's, when you just clapped, that guy right there, when you just clap, clap again, God says something that has been held up is coming. Think something that you've been praying for, believing for, is about to break loose now. And, and you've been saying, God, I need this to happen. I need this to fall into place. And you didn't even realize that when you clapped your hands, that thing just got accelerated. And God says, I'm using my servant to add the agreement to it so that it can be accelerated even greater. And so I see that. I see that very clearly, that it's starting to move. It's starting to come to pass. And, and the Lord says, I'm going to deal with you in something. I'm going to ask you to do something you will find. I'm going to deal with you from now until the end of the year of something that has been completely different than what you have done before. And the Lord said, it's going to not make sense. It's not even going to make money sense. But you will know by the peace that I will give you, for I'm going to walk you through this process, that at the turn of the new year, you are to be free in 
the fact that God is telling you to step forward in it, and it'll, it'll carry you. I see it carrying you into the new. You're going to come into a whole new season. Um, man, people that knew you today are going to look at you and say, my goodness, what has happened to you? And you're going to look at them and say, you know, something that I had been waiting for happened, and it's what caused everything else to begin to accelerate, and you're just going to ride on the wave. It's kind of like I see on a surfboard in the spirit realm. You're going to ride on the wave of the blessing of God that's going to take you into an amazing um, new area. You're also going to have to learn how to manage because there's going to be others that are going to come to the blessing that is on you and you're going to have to manage a lot so just be prepared for that there's also something in uh, a a sense that there is um, there is someone that um, you guys are uh, have entered into a business deal I see a contract that has happened I see a handshake I see a, a, a a contract and and you're you're saying you know how is this thing going to turn out and and I just feel like you just entered into a contract in the last 30 days and you've been a little concerned about it and God is telling me to tell you somebody in this room that it's going to happen well you're speaking to me Lord you're speaking to me that's for sure but anyway um, is there anybody else that 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 would be you that you signed a contract of something you entered into agreement in the last 30 days you know what um, I want you to stand up sir right there you you because I want to tell you something there is an interesting thing that I see swirling around you both of you and and it's this there is um, there is the word investments that are written over both of you and I'm telling you the investments of things that you've invested in and things that you are about to invest in are going, and I see the color gold, it's going to become golden. The Lord says you are entering into a whole new realm of favor. Both of you, this applies to whatever you will put your hands to will prosper now. So God says don't be afraid to step out on the waters like Peter was instructed, because you are not going to drown. You're not going to fail in the investments. The risk will not be greater than what you will have to fear and even lose sleep or even bat an eye of concern. For God says, I'm the one beckoning you to step out in investments and watch now how they begin to overtake you in a way that you've never seen before. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. Let's just honor God for a moment. We worship you. Wow, that's a little, I almost could do the moonwalk. <laughs> How many saw that? Didn't know I had all those moves, did you? <laughs> that guy just did the moonwalk. I tempted to do the moonwalk. Anyway, hey, listen, I just want to give you a quick word. I don't know how much time I have left. They're giving me that I have two hours and 35 minutes, so that's perfect. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Uh, I want to share just a quick word with you, um, and if the Holy Spirit just keeps uh, speaking something, then we just go with him. So, um, I don't know, there's something happening with someone's nerves. I don't know if I'm getting on your nerves, <laughs> but it's over in this section here where there's been like some nerve pain. Um, there's been some really interesting feelings that are going on in your po- body. I don't know if it's a pinched nerve or there's been something, but it's in this section right here. And I just feel the spirit of the Lord is just touching you. Is there anybody in this section? There was something. Okay. I, I want you to just to lift up your hand. Am I getting on your nerves? Is that what you're lift- lifting your hand up for? Hey, that guy's getting it. Like Lance Wong, that guy's getting on my nerves. <laughs> okay, anyway, lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Yeshua, 
the Christ Jesus. We speak to that right now and command all nerve, pain, damage, pinching of the nerve to loose itself now from their body from this moment forward, that they will be completely healed by your mighty hand in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't know what it is, but when I prophesied over to this guy, I'm looking at, I think, is that Mona? Yeah, it is. And Mona, you and your husband, I just saw in the spirit an explosion. It's a good explosion. God says, get ready. There is an explosion that is about to happen concerning both of you and what you feel assigned to do, what you guys are trying to do together, even things that have been handed to you. You are coming into an explosive new thing that God is going to do that has some of the old. But Matthew 13, uh, I think it's 52, says that a wise man has in their treasure both the old and the new. There's some things that you guys have done that you need to carry with you in a new season, but it's going to explode. I'm telling you, you're about to explode. And even the Lord says things that have gone through your fingers and you thought you had your hand on it has kind of fall through, fell through your fingers. God says just tighten your hand up a little bit like this because you're going to see incredible explosion of, of uh, wealth come even into your hands for what you're about to step into as well. Amen. Okay, well, let's. I, I just want to share... Um, a, a quick word with you very fast. I think uh, lunch is coming in a few minutes, correct? So am I on time? Am I good? I'm under your, your command there. By the way, I can't wait for lunch. I started a new diet. Uh, it's called keto. How many on the keto diet? But this is keto according to Hank. And you know what, you know what keto stands for according to me? Keep eating the obvious. So if you put some ice cream in front of me, oh, you got to take a keto moment. That's obviously really good. That's obviously tastes good. Oh, you're keto. Yep. And some mashed potatoes with some gravy. Oh, you're keto. It's obvious. That's, are you all here? You don't want to hear anything I have to say now, do you? Okay. Here's what God spoke to me, regard, and I'll make it very quick. There's something that, there's four principles that are extremely important if you want success, whether it be ministry for like me, or whether it's business for some of you. Number one, and it's this word. I think it's one of the greatest words that, that holds us and, and makes us who we are. You ready? The word is honor. The Bible says that we are to honor the Lord or love him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Didn't say some of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He said, honor the Lord, which is also some translations say love, but really it's honor. In other words, God, there is a reverence, there's a respect, there is a code of conduct that I live in honor of you, God. And so I want to talk about four things regarding honor. And if you will not violate these things or just, you know, treat them like they don't matter, I'm telling you, if you will if make these things a priority, you will see whatever you touch. Bless. People always ask me, what's the secret of your ministry? Is it all the hours that you and Brenda prayed? Yeah, that has something to do with it. But it's these four principles that I try to live by. All right, number one is honor God. Fear Him, not that you're afraid of Him. 
but you honor him to where I live by a principle in my life. And it's what, when God looked at the earth in Genesis 6, and he saw that the earth was really wicked, that man's intent and their imaginations and thoughts were continually upon evil. The Bible says it hurt God in his heart. And so if you're a person of honor and you conduct your ministry a certain way or you want to go into business and, and, and you're not concerned about God's heart, you will never, ever go to the height that God has called you to. That's why Paul could say, I have pressed in for the high call of God. So if there's a high call, there must be a low call, there must be a middle call, there must be a no call. In other words, people don't obey it. But one of the things that I've learned in my life is I really don't care about uh, being known. That was never and never been in my heart, even though God showed me when I was a young man, when I got saved in 84, I would go out and preach to the cornfields and they would, they would disappear and I would see the masses. And, and the Lord said, this will be you. You will speak to the masses. And I didn't want to do it. I was a shy person. I grew up shy. I'm still kind of shy. But yet God has entrusted the people by way of, of large numbers to Brenda and I. And I believe that it's because I care for them, but I'm not driven by that. I'm driven by the one thing that is more important to me than anything else in the world is, is my, my, my honor to God. I don't want to do anything, God, that will ever hurt your heart. I'm not going to be that kind of person. I can be very bold. I can say a lot of bold things. And I say it because I stand in a conviction that I have been with God, and I walk with God, and I, and I test things out with God, and, and I never want to hurt his heart. So you want to be a, 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 a person as an individual Christian businessman. You want to be that kind of person that you are so passionate about the heart of God. That's really what prophecy is. It's God's heart. It's his mind. It's his will. It's his intent being entrusted to a human vessel or speaker to communicate those things. And so always put God's heart as the number one thing. God, what do you think about this business decision? Lord, what do you think about this? God, I don't want to hurt your heart. You know, people often talk about Joseph and about how great Joseph was when he was at the house of Potiphar. And here you had this, I'm sure she was a very beautiful uh, Egyptian woman. And she probably was wearing some very interesting attire or maybe um, her birthday suit that was given to her by God. But Joseph did pay attention to her. Some men would have. Because he had a principle of what I'm telling you, he said, I will not do this lest I sin against God. In other words, he was more concerned about God's heart than what his testosterone level was at that time and his own lust of his flesh. There's a lot of things that will speak to you in life. You know, we're getting ready to make the, one of the biggest announcements in the history of my ministry. Is that not correct, Dahl? And, and, I, and, I, and I've prayed about this for a long time. And I got God's heart on it. And now he's given me a window and I've got to make it happen. That's why I'm going to need some of you businessmen to help me. And, and it's because I sought his heart. And I know what his heart is. And I know what he wants. And that is the key. Don't ever be moved by things because it looks good. Your flesh has to have it. No, back up for a minute. How, how does that make, make, make my father's heart feel? 
And if you can live by that principle, you, you will carry the presence of God everywhere you go. People will look at you when you're making business deals and they'll go, what is it about you? You know, I've sat with presidents of nations. I've sat with kings of nations. I've sat with some of the movie stars that you would know if I mentioned their names. I've sat with um, celebrities, I guess that's what they call them. And I don't announce it. I don't tell it because a lot of my ministry has been behind the scenes. But they always will say something to me. Hank, I don't know why I can tell you things I've never told anybody. They say, Brenda and Hank, our hearts are so safe with you. We know it's not going to be in the tabloids tomorrow. Because they say something, I feel something on you. I don't understand what it is. I said, it's God. And they'll tell me, when you walked in here, I had one, one, one president of a nation say, when you walked in the room, you made my bones when you speak, you make my bones rattle. I have sought witches, I've sought psychics, I've sought. And he went down the list, but he said, you make my bones rattle. You carry something I've never felt. You brought something in the room with you. I said, I brought God. And that's what you want in your life. And that's not bragging, it's just giving you an honest, um, an honest way that don't ever compromise. Number one, your honor to God. Number two, honor yourself. Don't call yourself stupid. Don't call yourself ugly. Don't say, I can't do it. I'm not good at this. You know, I have to be careful because I like to joke around. And, and to be honest with you, you know, I always make a joke that, you know, um, I, my, I did really great in school. Um, in fact, uh, I got grade A's at lunch. That was my, my biggest, you know, it was the milk where I got grade A. But, but here's the thing. I didn't do good in school because I didn't pay attention. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be in school, didn't like tests, never tried, show up, take a test, and I made it through by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. In fact, the principal, when he handed me my diploma, he said, uh, you know, you're getting this because I don't want to see you here next year. I see, and he laughed, and I said, man, I got you. And, and then uh, I was always in his office. And then one day I was at a Creighton Blue Jay game, and I heard this man yell my name. Hank Kuhneman? And I turned around, and it was the principal. And he had tears, he had tears streaming down his face. He said, I never thought in a million years that you would be the man that you are. I have watched you on TV. I have watched you, Hank. Because you have to bring a certain honor to yourself. At some point, you got to grow up. At some point, you got to get serious about your walk with God. you got to get serious about your business. Get serious about your ministry. Get serious about what you're doing. And do it with an honor to yourself. Because the Bible says this, an honorable name is better than riches. When people look over your gravestone, they're going to look at you, and your name is either going to speak of, hey, that's a good man, or that I'm so glad you are gone. So no matter what you're going after, if it's riches or you want to be the next successful businessman that everybody speaks about and you want to be greater than Musk and, and, and Buffett and all these guys, hey, that's great. But if you don't honor God first and you don't know how to honor yourself, you aren't going to handle it well. You have to have an honor. The Bible says in the book of Thessalonians that every man, every person needs to know how to possess themselves, their vessel, in sanctification, set apart, and in honor. Honor is a code of conduct that you wear. You don't even have to tell people. I, I mean, I look at Craig, and he doesn't have to go around going, oh, I'm an honorable man. No, I know it. That's why I like being around him. He's a good man. Um, 
Where'd that $20 bill go? I don't see it. Anyway, he's an honorable man. He didn't pay me. All right, anyway, let's go on. So honor to God. That was supposed to be a joke, but it kind of just went really bad. I'm almost done, by the way, just so you know. For those of you that I can hear the sounds of your stomach, your keto is speaking to you. <laughs> okay. So anyway, honor God, honor yourself, and then here's, here's the third one. Honor others. Jesus said in Mark 12, these are the two greatest commandments, or they're the two commandments. Thou shalt honor the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he said, you shall honor or love your neighbors as yourself. So treat people uh, how you want to be treated. That's why, you know, as, as pastors, Brenda and I really try. Uh, I had something happen the other day that I just, I hate that it happened. And that was that, uh, you know, I had, uh, I don't even want to be specific because I want to call anybody out, but, but I raised my voice, and there wasn't too many people. It was on Sunday. I was going down to greet the chapel, and somebody uh, wasn't where they're supposed to. And, and it's important in our church that people are where they're supposed to for many reasons I don't have to go into. But when you're a public figure, and uh, you have uh, people that always don't like you and they write about you in the secular uh, magazines. I don't think any of you read like Time Magazine or Newsweek. Nobody reads those things, Washington Post, why bother, right? But, but, they, but they write about this guy here and, they, and they're ugly. You know, you just have to, you just, your whole life has changed. And so I, I walked out and, and I was very vulnerable and I, and I yelled because, uh, because I didn't see something that was supposed to be in place. And I never do that. But I don't want to be associated that way. I'm not a person. You know what makes me angry? There's two things. I've gotten into the back rooms with some of the greatest people that walk this planet. And some of them have been preachers. And yet when they're in the back room, they don't know how to treat people. I watch people online, and in fact, I had a national minister one time, and he was yelling at his staff, barking at them over the air conditioner being too uh, hot or cold. I can't remember. And I called him on the phone after this. You would know this person. I don't, I'm not, I don't think we mentioned names. I don't think we even try to make you figure out who it is. I just think we have to be careful with that. It's very strife-ridden today in the body of Christ. And so I called this um, international national minister, and I said, hey, do you always talk to your staff that way? He goes, what do you mean? I said, I watched you on the internet today. I was on vacation. And he got quiet. I said, you, you should not yell and embarrass. And I said, your numbers are in the millions by way of your viewers, and you just embarrassed the person, and the camera was on him for everybody to see. I felt bad about what I did on Sunday. I had to yell. And I, I never do that. And, 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 and there were people walking out to use the restroom at the same time that I was yelling. Those people might think, man, that guy's an angry man. No, I'm not. I don't deal with my staff that way. I don't deal with my, 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 my volunteers that way. So there has to be an honor to others. I think one of the things that, that grieves the Holy Spirit is people that get on social media and they use that as a platform to slam one another. And, and people will share their scriptures back and forth while they're justified. And, and the Spirit of the Lord's been speaking to me a scripture that none of them are quoting, and it's this, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve them. And you can grieve them by the way you treat one another. So treat people around you who come into your world with honor. Do unto them as you would have done to you. Don't do to them before they do to you. The fourth one is last. Honor God with your resources. Now you say, well, how important is honor? I'm going to give you a quick test. Who did God entrust his mama to? John. 
The Bible calls John an honorable man. All the other disciples left Jesus when he's hanging there in his moment of great crucifixion. Trial, I mean, he didn't even look like a human. The Bible says that he was marred beyond human recognition in, in the book of Isaiah chapter 53, and you can read it there. And yet, he had something on his mind. You can read Psalm 22, he had the church on his mind. The Bible says he sang to his brethren, he sang to the church when he was on the cross, according to the Masonic uh, Psalm 22. But he looked down and he said to John, the most honorable man that, that didn't leave him, said, behold, your mom. Can you imagine how important honor is? Now, who, who did he entrust his body to? So now his physical body is in the earth. The Bible says that he, he entrusted his body. He wants us, the body of Christ, that's what his body represents, to be honorable people. And the Bible says he entrusted his body to Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable man. Who did he entrust his spirit to? Acts chapter 10. He entrusted it to uh, Cornelius. He was an Italian, just like I was. And the Bible says Cornelius was an honorable man. And you know what the Lord did? The Lord came and visited him with an angel. If you want to experience supernatural encounters, breakthrough, always live your life. Number one, honor to God. Be honorable to yourself. Be honorable to others. And then lastly, be honorable with everything that God has entrusted to you. Okay? For example, if I get into uh, a vehicle that's not only mine or rented, I'm honorable with it. I take care of it. God has entrusted me with a house. I keep it clean. I, 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 I work very hard to, to take what God has given to me and be honorable with it. Same with, with this last scripture. Are you ready? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, 9 through 10, I'll leave you with this, and then uh, my brother Craig could come up. Honor the Lord with your substance. Okay, how many of you, have, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you have been blessed in your business? You have to honor God. You know, people are, they, they brag a lot of times about, oh, you know, I give so much money to humanitarian efforts. Well, we need money for humanitarian efforts. But then you ask that same person, are you a tither? I don't believe in it. Okay. Well, how much uh, in comparison to what you're given humanitarian efforts have you given to God then? And you will see the percentage is really small when it comes to God. And, and that's not honoring God with your substance because even it's not smart business. You know why my, my ministry, uh, I tell you, when we talk about a multi-million people ministry that reaches multi-millions, it also takes multi-millions of dollars to keep ministering to them. But you know why God blesses me? Because what he brings into the ministry, we are very benevolent and we give and we honor God with our substance. Brent and I personally, even when we went through hard times, we never stopped tithing in hard times. And we always kept giving, 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 giving. And you know what? That's honoring God with your substance. And watch what happens. I'll leave you with this. With the first fruits of all thy increase. Sometimes we get a little increase. <laughs> we had a good year. Yeah, but where is God and the honoring of God and his blessing in your increase for that year? 
It's why I'm gonna make one of the greatest announcements in the history of my ministry, because I, I have been faithful to God, and I can't wait to watch how the people are gonna stand up, and we're gonna, we're gonna give the devil another black eye, amen? Now watch this. The results, so your barns will be filled with plenty. Come on, how many of you wanna have your checking account, your business account have plenty in it? You honor God, you honor yourself. You honor others, and you honor God with what he has entrusted to you. And then watch this. Your vats or your presses will burst out with new wine. Well, new wine speaks, according to Acts 2.13, a type of the Holy Spirit. How many of you want the Holy Spirit's breakthrough and blessing? In other words, that speaks of supernatural things. The, the barns filled with plenty speaks of, yeah, you know what? You honor God with your, your substance, and you're going to have plenty of natural things. But who wouldn't want the supernatural dimension that God brings? Father, I pray for every person, and I pray the favor of the Lord will rest upon them, that, Father, you, when you place favor upon them, you will cause them to prosper. You will cause their name to be known. And I speak that Abrahamic covenant that you said in, in uh, Genesis 12 is ours. And then Jesus, he paid for it. In Galatians 3, he caused the blessing of Abraham now to be ours. And Father, one of the blessings of Abraham was an abundant increase of favor and that you would bless our name. Father, bless these people, their name, the name of their businesses. Bless them with favor and cause this to be one of the greatest seasons they've ever experienced that comes not of their own might or power, but by your spirit, I pray. Bless this conference as it goes forth. Even meet the budget in surplus so they can begin to get ready for next year. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. By the way, I want, can I give you an invitation? Do you want to sing together sometime? Let's do it. You know, it. You know like uh, Mara Marillo said to me, he said, Hank, he goes, you want to sing with me? I said, sure. He goes, on a hill far, far, far away. <laughs> so, all right, here you go. I thank love you so much. I love, love you. Too. you. I love this guy. We want you to be ignited. We'd love for you to join us on the next Ignite Community Call. These happen live on Zoom on the second Tuesday of every month at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. We host a special guest who shares their wisdom and encounters with God over the time that they have followed God in their business. Registration is entirely free, but it is required due to limited spaces. You can register and learn more at ignite-cb.com.